Moving to the second message, I'll ask that you open up to 1 Timothy chapter 2, please. 1 Timothy 2, 1, and we'll stand reading for the reading of God's Word. First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1, and we'll read uh, verses 1 and 2 together. Ready? I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, another time to look into your word. We, I ask that you would bless it, help me to convey what you would have me to say, uh, teach us something that we can add to our walk with you today, and I ask that in Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated. So 1 Timothy, uh, it's written as a guidance for the churches. Churches were growing, churches needed to know how to operate, they needed guidance, and in 1 Timothy, Paul covers several things. He talks about uh, legalism. Uh, he, he rebukes the doctrine of keeping the law to be saved. Uh, that's in the first chapter. Uh, he talks about how men and women should act in the church. He, he talks about what the qualifications are for elders, uh, for deacons, what a good minister does, how, how he acts, how he watches over his congregation. And he briefly touches on prayer here. He says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, so first at the top, I exhort you, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. That word exhort, it means to invite. Paul is inviting every Christian to go into prayer for all men. He's calling on them, and he's actually praying that Christians will pray. That's, that's kind of what he's saying here. I'm going to pray that Christians will pray for men. Um, and as you see in verse 2, for kings, for all that are in authority... Uh, yes, we should pray for the president, we should pray for those in authority, maybe it's our boss that we should pray for, there's other verses about that, um, it says pray for those who despitefully use you, y'all are, are asleep man, Time. <laughs> I guess that one didn't land, <laughs> praying for those who despitefully use you, but I want to highlight other men today, we're not talking about uh, the world, um, I want to talk about the brethren. So go to go with me to Ephesians 6. That's where we'll stay the rest of the time. Ephesians 6, verse 18. I know we've been in Ephesians a lot lately on Wednesday nights. Um, I did not plan to go here. It's just where, where I was led. Ephesians 6 and verse 18. It says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So what's the difference between what we just read earlier and here? Earlier it was for all men. Now we're getting more specific here. It's for all saints. This passage is part of spiritual warfare that a Christian faces every day, putting on the whole armor of God. Prayer is, is, a, is a resource for every Christian, and it's arguably, one of the most, it's arguably the most important aspect of a Christian life. If you're not talking to God, then um, you're not going to be a very good Christian. Notice how many times the word all is mentioned here. First he says, praying always. Um, now, <laughs> that's hard to do, right? But when you really sit down and think about it, you can add prayer to so many parts of your day, no matter how, how busy you are. I, I don't really don't care how busy you are. You can add 
prayer to all parts of your day. Think about your daily routine. You get up, you get ready for the day. I can, you can pray throughout that. You can pray on your drive to work. You can pray at your job. Even if you have a job where you're having to think or talk to people, you can slide a prayer in there every once in a while. It's, it's pretty easy to do if, you're, if that is a part of your mindset. Uh, and a prayer can be very simple. It doesn't, you don't always have to go into the so-called prayer closet, get on your hands and knees and pray. Although you should do that. You should have scheduled time where I'm, I'm going to sit down for a while and I'm going to go over the list. Whatever comes to my mind, I'm going to be very intentional with my prayer. But throughout your day, uh, all the time, you know, you sit down at the dinner table, uh, you go to bed, you can, you can fit prayer into a lot of parts of your life. Uh, so that's the first time. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Then it says, watching thereunto with all perseverance. That word perseverance, that's only only time it's mentioned in the whole Bible is, is right there in that verse. And it means persistency and to be earnest towards. Um, so continuously caring uh, to pray for the saints. It should always be on your mind uh, to think about each other. You know, we don't spend much time here at church. It's pretty easy to come to church and care for each other. But you have a whole week that you can spend in prayer for each other and caring about one another. It also says all supplication. Um, Pastor had a great message on this last Wednesday, asking for supply. Um, you, need, you need a lot of supply from God uh, in your life. And, and mentioning mercy, uh, we all need mercy, we all need wisdom, we all need discernment on various situations that come up in our life. Most of the supply from God is not tangible. You're not going to touch it and, and feel it. It's, it's, it's all uh, from God, invisible. We need peace. That is, a, that is a supplication that we can pray for. And then it says, praying for all saints. Now, I got the list, list here. This is our Wednesday night list. And we always fill it up on the back with things that come up. Most requests that come up are pressing. Most need, we need an answer now. Somebody's sick. Somebody has uh, financial trouble. Um, somebody just lost a loved one. They're grieving. Uh, we, need, we need an answer now. Uh, this is very serious. And a Christian that takes this list and prays over it, you're doing a great thing. Uh, that, that's excellent. You're persevering, you're praying, and uh, you're caring about these requests. But if you notice, most lists, they focus on those who are struggling. And uh, those who are struggling physically, uh, emotionally, as I said earlier, they're grieving a lost one. Uh, maybe they've got financial troubles. Maybe they're just struggling to, to be faithful in their Christian life, and they... Uh, they have too much distraction. Um, they're struggling, and, and we should definitely pray for those things. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but my main question today is, what about those who are not on the list? There's a lot of stuff out there that never makes the list um, that gets overlooked. So I ask you, think about the greatest Christian in your life. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a previous pastor. Maybe it's the current pastor. I don't know. Um, think about who you consider the, the greatest Christian in your life, and then ask yourself, do I faithfully pray for that person? Um, you know, I'll, I'll, mine is, is obviously my dad. Uh, he, he's my pastor. He's my dad. I've always looked at him kind of as a superman. Uh, he always does stuff when he doesn't want to. I hear him all the time, uh, you know, I'm not feeling good or, or this or that, and he's overstretched here. But he always goes and does what he needs to do. 
and as, as he said earlier, esteeming others. Um, I've always looked at him like, man, dad's just always on top of it. He, he, he never has issues, uh, but that's not true. He's got so many problems, but he gets through them. And when you look at somebody, you think that's a great Christian right there. They're always on top. Um, you need to pray for that person because you need to, you need to pray for them to keep being that way. Um, you're not, you may not always see uh, what is really going on. You need to pray for them to keep being that great Christian that you know. Um, you know, I, I think that we get great messages here. Uh, every time we come here, we hear a great message that God gave the pastor. You know, do I pray that that will continue? Um, if, if, if this was to happen every week, we were to show up, somebody new every time, and, you know, the messages, you know, not much thought going into it, you'd, you'd start noticing, uh, man, where's the pastor at? Where's all those great messages we were getting? Um, you need to pray for those while they're, they're happening. You need to pray, hey, God, help that to continue happening. I pray that your Holy Spirit will fall fresh on him during the week. Give him a timely message that I need in my life right now. I can apply it to my life. You know, it's actually in your church constitution if you're a, a legitimate member. If you have formally joined us, it's in the constitution. You have agreed you will uh, faithfully pray for your pastor. Um, you know, we need to pray that, that he'll have, have power when he's dealing with the loss, that he may convince them to be saved. That goes for all Christians, by the way, all soul winners, every, every Christian in this room. We can pray for each other throughout, you know, wherever we are, a job. Every, we know a lot of people. Give us power in our life to have a good testimony uh, to convince others of Christianity. We can ask God to help the pastor when he's counseling people. Um, people come to him for counsel all the time. Ask that God will give him wisdom on how to answer all these you know, crazy stuff. Stuff that's serious. He needs wisdom to help that person with whatever they're struggling with. You know, <laughs> I'm sure we all have been praying for, for him today. Uh, he's sick, obviously. Praying for health. Strength so that we don't have to listen to the backups. Amen? We can all say amen on that. How about the pianist? You know, let's walk through the church. Let's look at all the roles. How about the pianist? We are thankful... For someone who can play anything, they can do it on the spot by ear. Uh, why not ask the Lord to help her to continue to do that for many years to come? We, we need that. Um, let's pray for the ushers to be faithful, to show up on time, to be ready to greet people when they walk in the door. And we know who the ushers are. Name them specifically. You know, We don't have to be general when we go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I pray for the church. Let's get specific and let's name names. Uh, be very specific on this. About our Sunday school teachers, um, you know, mostly the young people, uh, they don't get a whole lot of time. You know, you think about it, we're only here, what, three hours a week in church right now, so they get a lot more time in the world than they do here. Let's pray for the Sunday school teachers to be prepared going into that 45 minutes that they get every Sunday, help them to be prepared. Um, let's pray for the, the people that prepare breakfast. Uh, you know, that takes a lot of planning and preparation, and, and they have to display it and get it together. Let's pray for them. We're praying for all saints. Um, how about this one? Lord, please work a miracle. Help the song leader. He doesn't know what he's doing up there. <laughs> let's pray for him. All our young people, let's remember them that they would understand 
uh, they would come here, they would understand. You know, stuff's going to go over their heads, of course, but let's pray that they get something out of the message that they can grow in grace for. Let's pray that they don't have bad influences in their life during the week. Um, and I'll be careful here. Let's pray for our elderly people as well. I'm trying to cover everybody. Let's pray for good health for them, amen. Let's pray for good health for everybody. I'm just trying to point out areas in the church that may get overlooked because it doesn't get, it doesn't get verbalized, you know. Every Christian can be an encourager. Let's pray for each other, that we're ready to encourage each other when we, when we assemble. A visitor walks in the door, they're going to notice when there's no encouragement going on. And this is really preventative prayer. I've always heard this. Um, you know, you don't pray for your truck not to break down when it's broken down. You, when the truck's running good, you ask God, hey, help it to keep running good. I, I can't afford big repairs right now. Uh, please help it to stay that way, running smooth so I can do what I need to do. That's preventative prayer. So if you notice things are going good in the church, pray for it to stay that way. Pray for the people uh, that are helping it go around. Yes, we should pray for the lost and the sick, but we overlook people who appear to be doing good, and we neglect to pray for them. Amen? I, I see Brother Gilliam all the time. He seems to be doing very well. Um, doesn't have any needs, right? That's not true. He's got a lot of needs. We can pray for everybody, uh, even though it seems like they've got everything going good in their life. So, remember that great Christian that you thought of earlier. Uh, do they do that under their own power? Is it, all, is it all because of them? Look at verse 10 of chapter 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So they need the daily power of God to keep being that great Christian. Uh, if, 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 they, if it was on, on them, then they're going to fall. You know, we, we can pray that they will continue to trust the Lord and to... Uh, walk in his power and not in their own. So I, I challenge all of us, ma mainly myself. This hit me the other day. It was actually because of Dad. You know, I thought about that, and he's always doing good. He's always on time. He's always helping others. And, and I realized I need to pray that he'll continue to do that because there's going to be times when he's not able to. Let's, let's pray that that wouldn't happen. So as you go into the week, you know, what do we got here? If you don't have one of these, you can grab one of these. There's some on the way out. These are on here. The daily lists. Uh, so Tuesday, you can pray for Sonia Gutierrez and the Habies, Sharon Houston and Austin and Sarah James. You can pray for them. When you come to church, you know, you, you, you just talk with the brethren, you fellowship, you have an idea what's going on in people's lives. Uh, you know what they need prayer for. Uh, even though it's not verbally mentioned, they don't raise their hand and say, hey, I need this this week. You know what's going on. In a way, you can pray for these things and be intentional with your prayer. So you see how you really should be praying always because you got a lot to pray for, right? you got, you got to pray for all the stuff on the list, and then you got to pray for all the stuff not on the list. It, it, it's a lot. Um, so that is, our, that is our challenge today, to remember all saints in prayer.